Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. We're live on 960 AM WSBT, and of course we have a stream going on right now on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. We'd love for you to like the Blue and Gold YouTube channel, subscribe, do all those fun things that you need to do to support Blue and Gold Illustrated and our little venture, WSBT Radio, working along with Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Mike, a massive weekend for the Notre Dame football program. I guess those of us with Notre Dame hockey were a part of it a little bit as there was a complete section in the lower bowl that was filled in by Junior Day families, players, Mike Denbrock. You had Marcus Freeman sitting there. So we had a bunch of Junior Day folks watching Notre Dame hockey. What was your big takeaway from this massive weekend? How about Notre Dame football and hockey um, and an offensive coordinator? All of those things combining <laughs> together, and it was not bad this time, Darren. How about that? That's the number one takeaway. So next, next question. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> I, I think that there, while there were a couple of cancellations due to weather, um, the majority of the guys, you know, 80 to 90% of the guys who were scheduled to come were able to make it up. Um, and, I mean, I was talking to a recruit from Alabama uh, this week who told me this was the first time he got to see, like, real snow. Like, he's seen flurries and things, but, like, he enjoyed that. Um, so all in all, with the weather conditions, um, and I mean, last weekend it was crazy. I, I mean, f- flight delays across the country and all that stuff, it, it, everything went well with the visit weekends. I mean, it was safe. The players who were able to visit got home safe. So that's the big thing right there is that the, it was a successful visit weekend from that standpoint. And then when you dive into some of the, um, you know, kind of the, talking points, the headlines from the weekend. You know, I think you have to start with the offensive line, Darren, because I think Notre Dame is starting to um, really put itself in a position where you have one offensive lineman committed. Notre Dame wanted to take three in this class, from what I was told. I think they're going to end up with four because it's just going to be a position where Notre Dame is just, I mean, how how can you turn any of these guys down? I always feel like that's the case with Notre Dame offensive lineman recruiting. They're going to take three. They end up with four. They're going to take four. They end up with five because of just the position they find themselves in as offensive line U. Matty Augustine from Greenwich, uh, Connecticut, Brunswick School, uh, you know, not highly ranked yet. That will change, um, at least in my opinion. Bama, Ohio State, some big-time schools after him. He was on campus. I like Notre Dame to land him. Got Jack Lang from Missouri. like Notre Dame to land him. Four-star across the board. 
Um, someone who's more recent to the board of the Irish offering him just what, a couple months ago. Um, he had a really good visit, like where the Irish were at with him, and then um, uh, and then uh, Owen Strebig, who we've talked about a bunch, um, you know, over the past probably getting close to a year at this point. He's from Wisconsin. Uh, no, I believe the Badgers have a new head, a uh, new offensive line coach that's making good progress with Strebig. Strebig's visiting Miami this weekend. I recall correctly, so he's still kind of feeling out the recruiting process, but Strebig was just at Notre Dame for junior day, as was Lang, as was Augustine, and I think Notre Dame lands all of these guys. Um, and you have Strebig and Augustine, both, both are considering Wisconsin. They have a similar offer sheets, so they're actually going on visits together, uh, which I find interesting, hmm. uh, and uh, they're able to kind of compare and contrast and you know, con- you know share notes, if you will. Um, and, and I do think that those two young men will end up playing for Notre Dame. So I think the, the way the offensive line board is trending is a note. Um, Jeremiah Wusu koromoas younger brother, was on campus. This is Nathaniel Wusu boateng um, He's another elite linebacker. Um, you know, I don't believe Jer- – I think Jeremiah was like a three-star kind of uh, prospect coming out of high school. His younger half-brother is not. He's an elite kind of like, you know, top 100 player. Uh, things seem to be going very well in that recruitment. Um, he was a late add to the visitor list last week. Um, so Notre Dame put itself in a good position after his visit. And then you had 11 of 14 commitments on campus. So I think Deuce Knight and some of those guys um, really did have a good good time bonding. Um, you know, you, you have Deuce Knight leading the class. Um, so, you know, always good to have him on campus. So um, that, that seemed to go well. Mike, let's move along to the 2025 wide receiver board. Of course, the Irish moved on from Chancey Stuckey as wide receiver coach, and now they have Mike Brown, who's familiar with Mike Denbrock, but he comes from Wisconsin. And it sure seems like right now, Mike, that the Irish have a lot of offers out for 25 wide receivers. Yeah, and Mike Brown has hit the ground running. He He's come in and he said, listen, I know we're in a good position for guys that Stucky and company were already recruiting, um, and, and Brown has come in and, and built those relationships. We'll talk about a couple of guys in particular, but he has said, like, listen, we're, we're going to continue to offer guys that I like. Maybe some players I was, I was recruiting at Wisconsin or guys that I, I didn't maybe wasn't recruiting at Wisconsin, but we're going to go after now. So I have liked the aggressiveness from Mike Brown on the recruiting trail. But for folks watching on YouTube, um, just pulling up the 18 prospects that Notre Dame has offered at one point or another in the process at the top of the board uh, in terms of ranking is Jamie French uh, from Jacksonville Mandarin High School, which is uh, where Notre Dame is the high school that produced Chris Mitchell, Notre Dame's uh, grad transfer receiver, uh, who played at Florida International for a few seasons. Uh, and there's actually a relationship there, even though they weren't high school teammates. Maybe, maybe they were for a year, but I, I don't. I don't believe they were. No, no, they would not have been because Mitchell would have been in the 2019 class. So you know he would have best French by a couple years, I believe. But um, there is a relationship there. Um, they've known each other for a while. So Mitchell is actually giving Notre Dame a bit of an assist there. Mike Brown was out of school this week. You got Quincy Porter, who I believe Brown was, saw this week. He's a 6'3", 190-pound receiver from New Jersey. Talon Taylor from Chicagoland was a, a late add to the visit list last week. Notre Dame uh, would love to have him. You got Dalen McCutcheon from Texas. He was a late scratch to the visit weekend, um, but a 5'11", 170-pounder from Texas that uh, has visited campus multiple times. Uh, I mean, 
we really could spend a lot of time because Darren, they've offered a bunch of yeah. these receivers. Um, I'm just I'm just looking at this list and and figuring out where I want to go with this. I know this is my topic, Darren. Sean Terry is a 5'10", 165-pound slot receiver from Ohio, um, who the Irish offered while he was on campus this past weekend. Uh, I mean, Elijah Burris, the son of Plexico Burris, added an offer from Notre Dame January 11th. And then on the 20th for the Junior Day weekend, which was, of course, just this past Saturday, he was on campus. So that visit seemed to go very well. And there's a little bit of a Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> connection building with Notre Dame with Jerome Bettis Jr., who we'll talk about in a second. Um, and, of course, his dad played for the Steelers. Plexico Burris played for the Steelers. Ike Taylor played for the Steelers, and Ike Taylor's son, Ivan, is committed to Notre Dame, was on campus. So all these guys on campus, which is interesting. Now, I talked about two guys that I feel like are trending towards Notre Dame, and that is Jerome Bettis Jr., the son of the bus, uh, three-star prospect offers from Georgia Tech, A&M, Missouri, Arkansas, and a handful of others. Uh, I still like the Irish to land him. And then Derek Meadows, from Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman was not on campus this past weekend. He wanted to, couldn't make it, uh, but I got to talk to him recently. I still believe the Irish in a really good spot for this 6'5", 185-pound receiver. Again, from Bishop Gorman, one of the powerhouses in the country. So no commitments yet at the receiver spot, Darren, but I like Notre Dame, Blaine, Bettis, and Meadows. They might end up taking four in this class just because of the way that the class is kind of trending. Like if they get two here in the spring – um, you know, let's just say in the next two or three months, they're in good position for some of these other guys. Maybe they hold a spot for someone like a Jamie French or a Talon Taylor. I don't know. It would be really interesting. Uh, but I, I think Mike Brown has done a, a really nice job, uh, you know, dishing out some new receivers offers, building relationships with guys like Bettis and Meadows and, and the other targets, extending offers to guys like Raiden Vines Bright, uh, who has not been able to visit campus, but he's an Arizona native who is now – at IMG Academy down in, in Bradenton, Florida. Um, and I'm told that he's really jumped to the top of the board uh, for the Irish. So, again, like where Notre Dame receiver recruiting is at right now, look, Chancey Stuckey did a really good job. He was at Notre Dame. Um, I mean, just, just look at the kind of the classes that he was, you know, able to put together in 23 and 24. And I think that Mike Brown is just going to kind of kind of continue strong uh, recruiting at the position for the Irish in 25 and moving forward. And just to bill on your Pittsburgh Steelers, thought we even got Jordan Clark, the grad transfer from Arizona State, his dad, Ryan Clark, Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett from WSBT Radio. How about a new prediction for the 25 classes? Anything about to happen? Oh, well, about to happen. You, you never know. Um, but, yeah, I, we, we talked about earlier in the interview the offensive line recruiting and, and how big that was for Notre Dame this junior day. I did log a prediction for Jack Lang from Missouri, nation's number 181 overall player, number 14 tackle, reportedly stands at 6'8", 275 pounds. did log a prediction for him to land at Notre Dame. Um, you know, the, the day after his visit wrapped up. Just hearing really good things about where the Irish stand there. So, again, Notre Dame has Will Black committed. He's a tackle from Connecticut. I've already logged predictions for Notre Dame to land Matty Augustine and Owen Strebig. They're both tackles and Lang. So it's like, Mike, are you moving off any of these predictions? Is Notre Dame really about to get four tackles? I think so, Darren. 
and these are all guys. I think the shortest of the group might be six six or six seven. Wow. They are, they're all in the six seven to six eight range, which is, I mean, talking you know, small forwards in the NBA side. Like these these are some tall dudes. Um, I like where the Irish are at for all of these guys, and um, uh, Darren and my decade of covering college football recruiting, there was something new that occurred. Hmm. On the blueandgold.com message board, people are like, Mike, is Notre Dame taking too many tackles? Where are the guards? Usually it's the opposite. It's like, Mike, are we taking too many guards? Where are the tackles? I've never seen people be like, where like, are we going to be able to get guards? You know, I was talking about this with Tim Hyde on our, our YouTube show Wednesday night. It's a lot easier to take tackles and put them to guards. Yes. I mean, we could go through that. I mean, Notre Dame's recruited so many tackles and changed to guards. Rather than a guard playing a tackle, um, if that's the case, it's usually happening in a pinch um, and not because of something you want to happen. Um, so, you know, Jack, Jack Lang is someone who hides, uh, again, my coworker, Blue Wolf, who I do YouTube shows with, he's like, the, the way this, how low he plays, you know, he could definitely play uh, guard. So, yeah, 6'8 offensive guard, can you imagine that? But all tackles and uh Good problem to have for sure. Just kind of load in all of these guys. So we'll see if Notre Dame's able to land Lang. Uh, again, I like where the Irish are for him um, coming after this visit. You know, and, and, and our communication with him, and then what I'm hearing from the sources. One other thing I'll add on the whole tackle and guard discussion is it's not as if Notre Dame is just playing the 2025 offensive line class on the field at one time. There are other classes, other players that Notre Dame has on the roster that can play the interior spot. So don't worry about that. Um, that's why you don't really see schools recruit a true center, um, you know, because you want, you want guys with versatility that can play in multiple spots. Um, again, a lot easier to take a tackle and move him inside, you know, compared to the opposite. Harry Heastan did that all the time. He was known for having five high school offensive tackles yeah. start along the offensive line. And look at Robert Hainsey now, a starting center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, Liam Meikenberg. Moved inside. Tackle Notre Dame. He's an interior player for, for Miami Dolphins. My Miami Dolphins, excuse me. Um, yeah, you can go go down the line. Um, yeah, Jared Patterson was a tackle yep. in high school. He played center. So, yeah, there, there's a bunch of those examples. Mike, just following you on Twitter and at blueandgold.com, the coaches are all over the place right now. I mentioned we had a couple of them at the Notre Dame hockey game for junior day, but we've got coaches going from coast to coast right now. Yeah, it, it, it's busy, and we've talked about this before. I mean, Marcus Freeman is traveling in style on the jet, <laughs> um, but still, it is a lot of time away from your family. You are traveling a ton. You're, you know, just waking up being like, oh, which state am I in? Because Freeman is going in multiple. He, I think one day this week he might have hit four states, um, like it, it, three states a day. Like it, it is busy. Um, so last week was much more of California, West Coast travels for him. This week, Marcus Freeman's been in Missouri, Arkansas, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, um, Florida, Georgia. And then on Friday, the staff is uh, wrapping things up with uh, more Indianapolis, Chicago, local stuff. And then, um, you know, then we'll be home for the weekend. And then next week, uh, they'll be back on the road uh, through, I believe, the first. I believe they, they come off the road maybe on the second. Um, so, again, busy time for the Irish. Now, one thing I wanted to mention on this recruiting coaches on the road period, 
and this might be for more recruiting nerds, maybe the general public doesn't care about this, but for when coaches are on the road during this time of year, it's that bump rule. They're not really allowed to talk to the kids, but maybe they are anyways. They got rid of that for this time of year, for this 2025 recruiting class. So now you're seeing pictures of Marcus Freeman and Deuce Knight at the, after the basketball game and Owen Strebig, Freeman and the staff is able to take pictures of it. It's now like a contact period where Notre Dame and, and these college uh, coaches can just straight up meet with the players at their high school. And, um, and I'm hearing things about, oh, the Tennessee head coach was with this recruit for an hour and a half. So my first takeaway is, do the kids go to class anymore in high school? They're just being, <laughs> at this time of the year, they're just being pulled out of class all day long. Like, um, so... I don't know how some of these private institutions are handling this because I know they don't like that. Dealing with it myself, when I go to school visits to try to interview recruits, sometimes I know it can be a hassle there. So, yeah, definitely interesting stuff there, Darren. Um, again, kind of like a recruiting nerd kind of thing. Like, I don't think most people care about that. But it is good face time for, for the Notre Dame staff to um, be able to send several coaches at one time to, to meet with one player who's maybe never met the staff before uh, to start building that relation face-to-face. As, as much as phone calls and text messages are great, like me and you, Darren, we talked on the phone and texted all the time. Then you meet someone in person for the first time. That's really neat to finally put that, yeah. uh, that uh, name to a face. Um, so that's something that Notre Dame is able to do right now. So good, good trips for Notre Dame, seeing the 2025 class, building those relationships, sending out new offers getting, you know, evaluations on even younger prospects who they'll offer down the road. So all that kind of thing happened right now. First time I met you, I was like, wow, you're a lot taller than I thought. You were taller than I thought as well. So there you go. There you go. All right. So what's happening right now? Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I think we've kind of laid it out there in the last 15 minutes, but anything you'd like to add? Yeah, you would think the season's over. Signing day is common, has come and gone. Oh, it must be slow. No, I mean, not at all. Tons of recruiting coverage, basketball coverage for men's and women's programs, uh, still tons of YouTube content. Spring ball is going to be here before you know it. So uh, for uh, my YouTube audience and uh, your uh, radio show, Darren, special offer is $1. Um, gets you two months of access you, using the promo code UND1. Uh, so a dollar for two months. Uh, if you're a new subscriber, using the promo code UND1. So we'd uh, definitely encourage everyone to check that out over at blueandgold.com. He's Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Mike, thank you so much for the visit. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, sounds great. Thank you, Darren. That's Mike Singer. My name is Darren Pritchett. We have more Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat coming up next on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 